Welcome to Project Authority. Today's subject, confidence and boldness. Do you want to be confident? Do you want to be bold? Do you want to be able to walk the street with your head held up high, without any anxiety in your system, without any shaking of the boots? Do you want to be able to walk past any person and have them fall irresistibly in love with your essence and your energy? Well, I don't have the answers for you. And honestly, today's idea of boldness and confidence is often a bit flawed and skewed. So today we're taking a deep dive into understanding what it truly means to be a confident and bold human being. Understanding modern day boldness, how to develop it through daily practice, what aspects are exaggerated, who's doing the exaggerated? Now you know what be wrong as hell though? Uh-huh. Like from this, um, from this podcast, if you like do, even, even if it's a separate video or like towards the end of the video yeah. when you post it, you like post some of the unedited clips. <laughs> unedited clips? <laughs> yeah, that, that would be funny as shit. That would be funny as hell. Just to, just to be raw, just, just yeah, to show the raw and authentic, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not perfect. I feel like that just I just make you. it that much more enjoyable. This is D, aka Grind Mode. He's a member of my Discord server. This is no shameless plug. Join it. Link in the show notes. Anyway, today we're talking about confidence and boldness. He's a savant of human nature, someone who explores in vast depth the nuances which come with human behavior and human relations on a societal level. And today, in this episode, we're going to explore boldness and confidence and how they differ from different people what's fake and what's real and how do you make your own mesh of what true confidence really is in regards to your own personal image of course leave a like five star rating i don't know without further ado let's get into you just got to think of it more so as an aspect of just stepping up or stepping to whether that be a challenge whether that be a problem in your life whether that be just anything just stepping up to it and stepping forward one thing i can start from is just my childhood upbringing and everything i feel as if that growing up a lot of the things that we would equate with growing up you know what i'm saying being somebody that grew up and uh i'm gonna be honest i guess i want to be wrong i think so i'm just be wrong i think that was relatively more violent you know what i'm saying that was a more violent area so a lot of the things that would that one would equate confidence and boldness with is let's say you go out and pick a fight with somebody or you go out and you know what I'm saying you shoot at somebody's house or you do whatever whatever wild wild stuff that you want to equate to that and anybody that's anybody that's listening on this call you know I'm talking about GTA we often tend to overlook how much of an effect our childhood actually had on the choices that we make and he brought up a very strong point when he brought up his childhood upbringing and how that environment around him affected the kids and whoever ended up growing up in those types of environments in what they do and what they see as a confident and bold but should society have that much of an effect on whether or not you're confident and bold or say your perception of say confidence and boldness should it have that much of an effect is it truly what surrounds us that determines how say upstanding or how confident or how outgoing we could truly be all right so yes, i actually yes, have yes. two answers to this and chances mm-hmm. are nine times out of ten they are going to contradict each other but just stay with me 
That's perfect. So, That's actually perfect. <clears throat> Let's go. So, which direction do you want to go first? There's a. I, I want to. I want to call it good or bad. Let's just say one or two. Okay. Let's just one. Just pick okay. one or two. We'll start with two. All right. So with two, this is going to sound. This is going to be a bold claim, but I'm gonna just say it. Society really doesn't play that big of a role when it comes to one's confidence. And I mean true confidence. Confidence in its truest and purest form. It has little to no effect. And you know what? I agree. I agree. But I want to hear why you think that. You got two guys, right? Let's say you got me versus just an average average guy, right? And we both have this um, set level amount of confidence. He goes at a girl, right? And he... You know what I'm saying? Introduces himself or whatever the case is, and then he tries to ask her for a number or ask her on a ask her out on a date or whatever the case is, right? She declines his offer. What what's usually the average reaction with the person when they get told no or when they get denied of something they want? It usually crushes their confidence, right? You take me, we I could go at the same exact female. You know what I'm saying? Say the same exact thing that he said. All of this, and I could still walk away from from that interaction with the same set of set of confidence from that interaction that I had going into it. And you would ask yourself, why is that? His confidence derives off of the validation from others. My confidence stems stems from my standard of living. So, to me personally, society doesn't affect my confidence because society never made my confidence. I made my confidence. I will say, just because something bad has happened to you and it has affected you. That's not the issue. The issue isn't that. Like, say if you're one of you, one of your parents, right? It's going to affect you. It's going to hurt you. However, staying in that type of mind state, staying there, is the problem. That's something that you can change. That's 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 something that you can create for yourself. That's something that you can either create yourself, create for yourself in a good way or a bad way. And just because you may have been broken doesn't mean that you can't go and repair yourself or you can even mold yourself back to not only where you once were, but be even beyond that and build off of that. You reminded me of this saying, and I'm going to paraphrase the absolute hell out of this, but it comes from Seneca. He's writing this letter to his friend Lucilius. And in one of the letters, he's discussing or I guess consoling him over the death of one of Lucilius's friends and of course the mourning and all that the condolences they were there but also there was the lesson of don't overextend your mourning don't turn your mourning into something i guess i guess in a sense like oh don't satisfy yourself with your own sorrow you don't want your your feelings about that person to last as long as your grief that was the the entire message so it was like okay of course you're gonna feel a certain type of way and when you think of that person uh, from here on out, you're going to feel that that sort of uh, maybe not bitter feeling, but like you're, you're going to feel that little pinch. But you're also going to remember all of the things um, that that person taught you or all the things that you guys got to do. And you're going to appreciate those moments more so. There's like that issue of, OK, well, once once it's all said and done and you're still in that sort of battle, then it becomes not an issue with what happened but obviously with how you responded to it but go on it would in my that self that that would that you would think oh scared of rejection or what if what if she says no whatever the case is it didn't care about the no that's the funny thing it never cared about the no it never cared about the rejection it never cared about 
the let's say the embarrassment maybe people somebody might see you um had went at that one female they get to point and laugh or whatever the case is they don't even care about that like what i had to learn at least with myself and my experiences it was the security aspect however it may have came in the external sense the security may have used to come from well she told me yes she gave me her number so that means that must mean i'm that guy so that means that um, you know I'm saying secure myself because she told me yes. Now every single time that I make, every single time that I see something that I want, and I make the decision to move over there and to go through with the action, that's where my security stems from. Regardless of whether that's the is that woman, regardless of whether it's the uh, a job that I want to get, regardless of whether it's a puzzle I want to solve. So that's why when when it goes back to that other guy. Like comparing me going at a female versus that uh, regular dude, it's like we both were told no. It's just with me, it didn't register the same because all her, all she can, she can't make or break me, right? Or a situation outside of myself can't make or break me because I already made myself. Building yourself up to be a charismatic or confident or bold individual is not some easy thing. And it's not necessarily a work of talent, but more so putting yourself in the right places to actually practice those virtues. And so when we see people who are very outgoing, it could often uh, skew our perspective a little bit. We see it and automatically we justify it as this, oh, well, they're just a natural talent or, oh, they were just born an extrovert. But that's not even the case. I mean, the reality could be the fact that they just became curious about the world around them. The reality could be that they wanted to make a change for themselves, that they wanted to make more friends or that they wanted to learn, say, more about this world curiosity aspect obviously like growing yourself as a powerful individual is not easy work it actually takes attention it takes practice it takes consistency right and obviously you have to understand what you want to develop as well and so those are things that you have to consider as you're going along this journey of improving of becoming say a more open-minded person more creative person Anyway, let's get back to the interview. And the main, and the main thing too, I want to add this on too. It has to be true. The confidence has to be true to you. There's no way around it. It has to be true to you. And, and you know what? I do have a question about that. But before I answer that, I want to help people understand something. Okay, because you spoke a lot about. Okay, you finally understood that. Obviously, the effect that the outside can have on you you finally understood the extent of that and realized okay you don't necessarily need hold to on, hold on let me correct you let me correct you what's up what you allow it what you what you allow it to have on you it's different <laughs> so you understand what what uh you allow it to have on you right and that was a really big thing for me and i remember for the longest time like the, the past like three years up until maybe like a year ago it was kind of like that i wouldn't say struggle but it was kind of like that challenge of finally gaining that understanding and let me tell you that understanding came in the funniest way possible absolutely you know i'm here to hear it to others to others to others it might be like terminal like it might be uh fatally embarrassing <laughs> but to me obviously like it was like one of the <laughs> yeah no definitely definitely <laughs> traumatic dude okay all right so for me my moment came at graduation 
because <laughs> Damn, don't tell me don't tell me you fell I off got the stage my diploma. Nah. nah that's that's tough because no, I don't know no, 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 no. Nah, that that <laughs> I don't I don't know about falling off the stage but nah nah I dropped my diploma down the little steps when I picked it it slipped out of my hand and keep in mind there are 10,000 almost 10,000 I think about 10,000 people in the stands sitting US senators superintendents fucking directors all these people around dropped it i never heard that, that was a deadly silence too uh, oh when it happened it was deadly that silence was deadly but in that moment head, like like it was whatever. just a red, like on the outside looking in you you just like oh he just dropped his diploma he's about to pick it up boom but in your head though you like these motherfuckers everybody's just in looking at you like look at this dumbass nigga bro he just just dropped this in my head i'm thinking I'm like thinking, how, how you gonna how you gonna wait four years to get this diploma just to drop it you man Somebody get him gone, man. Somebody take it, take it away from him. You, you thinking everybody's thinking about you, like in your head, in, in your head. But you know what? I think the reason why I was so, I guess, nonchalant about it is because I didn't really value graduation as highly as say, I guess, half of the kids graduating over there. To them, that was like mm-hmm. the pinnacle of of their life's achievement. Oh my god, I graduated high school. Right. These four years have been incredible. To me, it was kind of like, look, I spent these first two years lost in my own self. I didn't even know what the hell I wanted to do, what purpose I wanted to me. serve. Three years? Oh, are you counting quarantine? Or uh... Quarantine was like, that's why I said three years, because when um I think it was going, actually, no, it was the end. It was, it was towards the end of my junior year. That's when quarantine started. And it wasn't until, like, I would say the summer going into my senior year which you know what i'm saying we were like halfway already into quarantine and stuff like that like i was just i was just kind of in my head space where i was just like finding myself i was kind of at that point in my life i was just really starting to at least start to find myself where i was at at that point but continue with your point though yeah that makes sense because okay for me quarantine was like middle middle close to the end of sophomore year and so junior year was the whole online stuff. But essentially, the whole idea is I walked out of that stage and I already knew what I, I already knew what to expect. All right. Up to this point, I'd been obviously like I, I'm into stoic content, not just like the generic YouTube, TikTok stuff. Like I read the books, I practice it or I try to on a daily basis. And I, I try to set up life principles. And at that point in my life, I was kind of getting around to doing that more consistently. And of course, since then I've branched off, but that's another thing. And so I already knew what I was, what to expect walking down. Like, oh, how does that happen? How'd you drop it, bro? I, bro, how are you feeling about that? And I was asked those questions, and every time I'd be like, oh, it was nothing. It was nothing. I'm like, look, those people, they saw me do that, and for a second they couldn't think of anything else. But then what happened after? Everybody was on to the next. Forgot it. Forgot it. Everyone completely forgot about it. Nowadays, nowadays, if I were to even bring it up, it'd be like, oh, yeah, you did do that. Oh, yeah. In my mind, I could have spent the next year reliving that moment. I could have spent the next year giving that more thought or more more care than it deserved. Hell, but the next 30 years. 
next 30 years like you, you oh, fuck right yeah, yeah, thinking deep about it like <laughs> oh my gosh what if my what if what if my business falls just like how i dropped my diploma what if i drop <laughs> what if i drop this amount of money like, oh, I'm not you start connecting everything to that one event just that'd like, be that'd be some crazy paranoia like it's dog. funny but it's like it's serious because you it's, you're it's like, real though <laughs> exactly it's very real very real and so to me, I decided, I, I made a decision on that day. As I sat down after receiving my shit, I made that decision. I'm like, look, I'm not going to let this be any more than it really is. All I did was drop a diploma in front of thousands of individuals. And they're going to have their own perceptions, but they won't remember me. And I won't remember them for the most part. You want, those who do. I'm glad, well, I'm glad you said that, you know. too. I'm glad you yeah. said that. Because I want to make a point right here. Go ahead. You said a thousand people watched you drop your diploma, right? thousand individuals a thousand, a thousand a thousand wait thousands of individuals let's say it thousands was, of individuals let's say if it was like around two thousand right okay a thousand five hundred weren't even paying attention it was on their phone on their 300 phones. 300 were were seeing it but they weren't even registering it so we're at like 1800 that weren't even paying attention now we're down to 200 right so 100 of them saw it they laughed and they let it go then the other 100 they saw it. They commented to you about it. Probably even remembered back on it a little bit. Yeah. But then again, a few days later, a few days went by, especially not after not seeing you for a little bit, completely forgot about it. Fizzled That's out. really the reality of the world. It really is. And so it's like, you got to make it, the, you got to make it a task to, okay, you got to understand these events, these circumstances for what they truly are. If you really want that confidence to go into say any situation you can't be so so keyed in on what could potentially happen because there's so many things that could actually happen you don't want to write a script in your own head of course there's going to be some expectations right there's going to be some some expectations of where you wanted to go and in that case of course prepare yourself in the best way possible but when it starts happening it's go time it's like okay <clears throat> i got this boxing coach and he always tells me it's like okay you remember the moves once it's time to go, I want you to forget about them and just start flowing. It's kind of a similar thing. It's like, oh, okay, we going, we going you with that one. I was just yeah. thinking about something in my head. Continue to finish your point, but bring, so, yeah. bring that point back up in the end. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Like, the idea is, okay, you've made your preparations, right? You've developed yourself enough. Now you're getting ready to say, talk to this girl. Remove the script. Remove the lessons that you've been taught up to this point now it's within you now it's embedded within you now it's time for you to express all of those lessons in your own unique way that's the point that's like you have to understand okay you've built yourself up to this moment don't start thinking now about the results don't start thinking now about the the system you have in place to ensure that this goes right don't even think about it going right Take what you've understood. Take what you've learned. Know and understand. Be comfortable with the fact that, okay, now it's within you. You can do this naturally. You can do this as a human being, as yourself, and go for it. Because people get so hung up by statistics or odds or chances. Do you ever think about that these days? Do you ever think about the odds or do you even give it much consideration, especially when it comes to interactions? Because we all get this idea of, because obviously there's like the positive ones of, oh, even if a thousand people reject you, if there's one person that that accepts you, then that's a good thing. But even I feel like that's a flawed interpretation of the the matter. 
Like, why does it have to be that way? Everything is so unpredictable. So why do we, why do we throw these sort of statistics or probabilities out there? I just wanted to know your, your sort of thoughts on that before well, we get back to the people. You know what I'm saying? It's just a part of our human nature. People want to make sense of things they can't really have a full grasp on. But to answer your question, no, I do not. And to answer that answer, it would be pointless to try and keep track of a number that never changes. Because if 100% is 100%, why expect it to be any different? And if it's point zero zero five percent then why expect it to go any higher any lower okay okay hold on there is a small part of what he said that you missed just in case you did let's rewind real quick just so you can hear it again it would be pointless to try and keep track of a number that never changes because if a hundred percent is a hundred percent why expect it to be any different than now when i heard this part i was fairly confused i won't lie to you but then he mentioned uh, an aforementioned point about how well the moment he decided to even take the chance he already won why is that because no matter what happens he can walk away with it having learned a lesson and what that person does in response for the most part unless they start physically assaulting you or something it, it can't really affect you in, in any type of way so long as you're strong-willed enough which was a very interesting way of putting it yeah chance is a very weird thing because sometimes the unpredictable doesn't necessarily mean that it's all over the place right or it doesn't necessarily mean that it's low chance every single time that oh only a small few can actually make it sometimes the unpredictable can have high chances sometimes it could have a high successful rate or a very low one it's you can't gauge it because it's unpredictable and so when we're going about these various things we don't want to get stuck in this sort of mindset of oh well what are the odds that she says yes or what are the odds that he says no or what are the chances that i can actually become successful at this or become successful at that you don't know. The world doesn't know. There's no science behind it. There's no probability behind it. It's effort. It's focus. It's attention. It's all of these other things that we have to apply to that art in order to actually see it through to the end, in order to actually see to what capacity we can actually achieve success within whatever we decide to pursue. And that's the whole idea. Anyway, back to the interview. Creativity, confidence and creativity go hand in hand. They really like do. A, I've never, I've not seen a true, a truly confident person that wasn't creative. That was creativity. Yeah. You, you can exactly. Out, and yeah. creativity takes a, a sense of confidence. Like in order to be creative, you have to have a, a like some sort of aspect of confidence. You know what I mean? So they just go, they just go in tandem with each other. It's like a, it's like it's almost like you know that one show on ABC, like with the tango. Like what dancing with the star? Yes. And you yeah, see, you just yeah, see that yeah. you see that one you see that one pair that they're just they're just totally in sync with each other. They're like the crowd's going crazy, the judges, ten out of ten. It's like like it's just confidence and creativity. There's this there's this one quote. You did you see the um movie World War Z with Brad Pitt? I have not. You never seen damn fuck. There are a lot of popular movies I have not watched, man. And it's kind of scary. Right. But go on. All right, so there was this one. There was this one scene, cause he was in an apartment building. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know the zombies is running around, or whatever the case is. But they're in this an apartment building with his family. His family is with another person's family and everything, and they're planning yeah. on 
get into like a helicopter, you know what I'm saying, to move move out or whatever the case is. Whatever, right? But what he had said in the scene was like huge. He said movement is life. That's the same thing with confidence. Because true confidence, it has mm. to be in motion, regardless of whether it's physical or in a sense, it like you get that idea in your head and you allow it to settle and you allow it to just sit and do nothing. It's, it's, it's messing up your creativity. It's going to mess up your confidence. You want to go at that girl, but you're not making the moves to go over there. It's going to mess with your confidence. It's going to mess with your creativity. And then you even think about creativity and everything and confidence. You don't necessarily, the biggest thing, and even what, why your coach even told you that, is because he doesn't want you to be so rigid. You look at you boxing before you ever even took boxing lessons, and you take somebody like a Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, uh, Muhammad Ali, the first thing that they're going to notice, they're a lot more smoother. They're a lot more, you know what I'm saying? They're a lot more, like, fluid with their movement. Now, of course, it takes, you know what I'm saying? It's the repetitions and all the practice and stuff like that and the experience. Yes. However, they're not they're not going into it like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to do, like, no. That that is gonna that's gonna mess you up just as much as you doubting yourself. If anything, the reason why you're even doing that is because the aspect of you does still doubt you. It brings me back to this um point. I think it was from Seneca. He said, "Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Opportunity is always around us." But I sat and I thought, I'm like, "But what's preparation? At least where I choose to believe it coming from and." Anybody that's listening on this podcast, I'm speaking from my own experiences. I'm speaking from what I have learned in my 20 years of living up to this point. You know what I'm saying? Even if, even things that are coming from my own opinion, these are all just coming from the things that I've learned, my mindset at this point in time. So don't look at me as someone that's just going to fix your problems or that's no, going that's to not, that's not how it's say done this is the way and this is it entirely. I'm just I'm only I'm only speaking I'm only speaking from where I am right now and that may change within the next hour once we get off of this podcast or the next two hours or whatever the case is so on and so forth but the point is that I'm trying to make is with preparation sometimes it can literally just be as simple as you're prepared to lose or you're prepared to you're just prepared to just go into it and just throw yourself in there and figure it, figure the rest out as you go. And that that was something that I had to develop. Honestly, all right. See, now it's it's all starting to connect. It's all starting to connect in the sense of <clears throat> like going back to an earlier point. You prepare yourself for the moment by taking this information and sort of like enmeshing it within your own sort of psyche your own like i guess base personality so to speak your principles and so you're trying to believe internally exactly and it's like you're trying to figure out the best way you can use that information to to amplify your own sort of essence your own quality and so when it comes time when that that time eventually comes that you have to put that to the test you're not thinking you're not thinking of preparing yourself right when the thing is about to happen no you're thinking about attacking the moment essentially you're thinking i have it within me so now it's time to go now it's time to to take 
the march, go, I don't know, lead the charge, whatever analogy you want to use. Now it's time to actually go. Right. And so it's like you have that confidence in your abilities because you've done that preparation. But now it's the confidence that's going to carry you across the world. It's not even that. It goes deeper than even that. I, I, had to st- I had to start at some point. I had to start at some point. So then if I didn't have the experience back then, but I still had the same level of confidence. So where does it really stem from? And it stems from the simple fact I at least had the confidence to expose myself to this so I can gain the experience that I'm going to need later down the line to get the things that I need to get done. I'm willing to put myself at the nice edge and to go at the same thing, the very Shit. same thing that I feared at one point. Now that is deep. And you know what? <clears throat> For me, and I've noticed this with them, I'm always, I'm always, inti- I want to say intimidated, but I'm always feeling sort of the nerves right before, right before everything, not even everything leading up. I'd say there's that window of overall calm, say 15 minutes before something. And then, Say you're on the way and now it's like, okay, 10 minutes before. Then you're starting to feel the nerves and then you get there and all of a sudden it's all gone. It's like, I don't know, something in the brain. And this was something I had to develop too. Like this isn't a natural thing. It's like I sort of had to develop that that idea of, okay, once I'm here, I, I can't afford to be scared. I can't afford to say hesitate. I can't I can't really afford to do that because now it's time to to do the thing and that took a lot of time obviously confidence in your yourself beforehand at that level at that level that you came from to actually expose yourself to that thing in the first place and then where you stand now where it's like okay it's time to to put all that practice to work it, it's a lot man but shit and even back to that um like feeling um antsiness and everything yeah. I, so i feel like i was worse than you because with me it's like I would feel it all the way a week before I would get started with it. And then it would not, it would cling to me. I swear to God, it would cling to me even going into what it is. Even when I'm right there and I'm actually yeah. getting into it, it would cling to me until I finally make that decision. And a lot of times, especially over the experiences that I've had, I noticed that it would cling to me even when I'm in the action for about three to five, maybe even 10 seconds at the most. And then within the same breath that it was there, all of a sudden it just goes. It's almost, I almost want to compare it to like the same way that that feeling that you get when you really tired and you're laying in bed and you like falling asleep, but you're like so tired. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you just slip into um, going to sleep and you don't even remember that you, when you went to sleep, you just remember yeah. that you woke up the next morning. Or the dream that you had at the very most. Like, I already knew this conversation was going to go all over the place as far as confidence. Because it really, it's a broad subject. Boldness and confidence, it's a broad subject. Of course, there's those ideal images of those people that you can aspire to be like. But there's so many, there's so many different, different depictions and different interpretations of what it, because I'm sure we're obviously not the same person. And we probably don't have the same personality either. Like, if we were to, go on say 16 personality or whatever the hell we do we'd probably come out of it with say differing personalities or whatever and and so there's always that to consider and so i don't know to me the way i see it it's like okay there's there's people who have that understanding of okay it's not about fitting into necessarily that ideal but it's about 
taking those elements and applying it to myself or taking taking those lessons, applying it to myself and seeing where I turn out. And perhaps that is the ideal confidence or boldness of today's society, or perhaps it's something unique within itself. Right. And so I guess my question is, what's the difference between fake confidence and real confidence? And I'm talking from real experience, from people that you have observed and maybe even your own, your own self. What is the difference between fake confidence and real confidence? This is going to be like a bit of a bold claim. However, I really feel as if like a part of me really feels like fake confidence doesn't exist. And it's truest, rawest, pure form. Confidence really cannot be fake. Like I would rather call it projected insecurity projected because a lot of times if it has to if it has to be fake then chances are it's stemming from some form of an insecurity however let's go with the whole you notion know what? i'm stealing that. i'm stealing <laughs> i literally just came up with that on the fly though i'm not gonna lie to you because when i seen that question i knew i was gonna like it i knew i was gonna like it but let's go with the whole notion of fake confidence versus real confidence so from my experiences right you'll have somebody that's very chatty though they'll, they'll, they're always trying to they're always trying to be the center of attention they're always trying to be be heard and be seen by everyone they're always they're, they're always being the flashiest they're always trying to get people they're always trying to just constantly they just they're just constantly talking they're constantly trying to get reactions from people they're constantly just trying to get attention it's almost like it's almost like the grown-up like seeing the grown-up version of a five-year-old child i'm not gonna lie it's like you get to a point in life you step back you really see a lot of people that are grown so to speak are really just they're, they're still children. children just grown in age they're children just grown just in grown age. As Man, children. you know i had that thought this morning i was at work and i was thinking i'm like look a lot of these adults that walk through the door even they might even have kids but like i'll i'll observe them i'll be like man it's like I know very few men and women, but I know plenty of overgrown children. Like I said, with like with fake confidence, so to speak. Like I said, and it's funny because it shows up in so many different aspects, but it's still relatively under the same umbrella. Regardless of whether it's the the person that's very attention seeking and trying to look for other people's validation versus the you know what I'm saying, that same guy that I mentioned earlier that may have went at this this female went at this opportunity whatever the case is and based off of whether that person place thing whatever the case is tells them yes or no depend you know what i'm saying it dictates their confidence if they if they say yes then their confidence shoots through the roof if they say no if they get declined confidence just plummets fake confidence to start off with that just like the attention seeking the attention seeking you see it a lot you see it a lot, you know what I'm saying, growing up in the type of area that you, you know what I'm saying, like any area similar to mine's growing up, you know what I'm saying, the guys that's flexing, you know what I'm saying, trying to flex money, all this and the third, see it on social media a lot, just a whole just a whole bunch of that. And then with real confidence, people always want to equate real confidence to whether somebody is silent or not. And that's, that's false. That's very false. Cause somebody could be loud and their confidence is just in, in line with their personality. They're not, they're not insecure because they're loud. They, that's just, that's just how they rock. That's just how they rock. That's, that's just them. You know what I'm saying? They're still confident. Their confidence still stems from within. It's just 
happens to just be expressed out. Expressed, yeah, very loud. Maybe maybe not loud, but like they're expressive. Like they they'll let people know. Like they feel exactly. they feel a little shame in that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess okay. Well, you watch enough say Thomas Shelby clips on TikTok and and like the really stoic sigma or whatever personality out there. Like you see enough of those and you think, oh, well, this is what confidence looks like. It's like someone who doesn't need to speak confidence on. is so but, confidence is so it's it's it varies so much. It varies. There's so much yeah. variety. There's so much variety to it. Exactly. So much variety to it. Uh, me personally, I'm more so the silent type, but that has nothing to do with the fact that I'm confident in myself. It has all to do with the fact that that's just me. That's my personality. Like, like I won't, I won't, I'm not the overly expressive or I'm not necessarily expressive, at least in the, um, the popular sense. It's like, it's like having these deep conversations or, or having those challenging conversations that's where it's at for me. That's where it's at. And so any way I can express that is like, that's the ideal way. But of course, that's not necessarily popular. If it were, maybe I'd be more so extrovert. I don't know. But basically, the whole point is, is like, I'm not silent because I'm confident. The silence is just personality. That that's is, just part of your personality. Yeah, it's just exactly. a result of the personality itself. And so like the confidence, it just has to align with who you are as a person. Um, and that doesn't mean, oh, well, you know, I, I do brash things and therefore it should align. No, 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 no. I mean, at your core, at your base, what are your values? What do you represent? What are you more so inclined to, you know? And so based on that, you can build your confidence. It's like, there's, there's so much to it. There's so much to it, but that's that's kind of like the whole deal. Like, I would even consider myself to like stay to myself and everything. However, I know that I'm more than capable of introducing myself to somebody I've never met before and have the full confidence that someone someone else may project onto me. If they were just to see me in that moment and to make a judgment on me, they would think that I'm an extrovert. One whole time, they see me in a regular setting, a regular day to day setting. I stay to myself. I'm quiet. I'm off of my own thoughts, not bothering anybody, just relatively just in my own world, so to speak. All right. Do you think, all right. Do you think the idea of silence being confidence, do you think it was sort of built up into this point where people now use it as an excuse to not engage with the world because, oh, well, because silence is kind of like the new confidence I don't really need to engage. I don't need to talk to you. I don't need to explore. It's like, it's almost like a barrier for that discomfort, almost like a cushioning for that comfort in a sense. Do you get that feeling or? You know how I see it? You know how I see it? I see it in two ways. One, I see it as a new trend, which like all trends, they come and they go. And second, like you just said at at the very end, it comforts people, some a lot of people's insecurities. Some people don't feel secure in themselves to expose themselves to new experiences, to things they've never done before, to things that challenges what they are used to dealing with, things that they find already find comfortable. So things that they may try and do that may seem uncomfortable, they try to avoid it and they look for excuses to validate those reasons on why they're avoiding it. Yeah, there's a difference between having a lot or no confidence and there's a difference between having well-developed or 
underdeveloped social skills. Those are two different things. They they are they are in their own category. All right, it's it's relatively hard to have, you know what I'm saying, uh, well developed social skills without having a degree of confidence. But you'll have people that will have well developed social skills and relatively have low confidence. And there's a good degree of people that may be highly confident, but they just never took the time out to really develop their social skills. However, knowing their personality and knowing their attitude, especially to go along with their confidence, that they choose to go in that direction to figure out how to develop their social skills, I promise you they're going to be able to do it and make it happen. Just like everything else they did with the, in their life. All right, so we're nearing the end of this episode, but there's just one more gem which needs to be covered, and that's obviously how to make the change. Of course, we covered a little bit of it throughout this podcast, but uh, it's time to go a little more in depth about that element. Also, if you made it all the way to this point, I just want to say that I appreciate you for your support. Genuinely. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into this final topic. And yeah, back to the interview. Change that which you choose to value. So there was a chapter in Robert Greene's book of laws of human nature it was chapter eight and the chapter starts off with saying change change your circumstances by changing your attitude by changing your attitude yes that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite chapters i won't lie by the end of the story the storyline that i read on anton Chekhov, and i don't want to spoil too much for anybody that's listening on it, this podcast or anything but oh, man. to kind of to kind of sum it up and everything it's a guy it's a guy from where was he from? Where was he from? Russia. Russia, Russia right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah, it was a guy from Russia that basically overcame a lot of adversity. Family. So that, like, that's the best way I can put it. It's yeah. It's a very nice story. Yeah. And it, really, it was relatively, for me personally, from my perspective, it, it kind of hit deep. You know what I'm saying? In order to change your circumstance, you have to change your attitude. In order to change your attitude, you have to change your perspective. Now, this, I'm not going to lie, without saying too much, because this was a Patreon vid on Ty's, on, on Ty, on one of Ty's Patreon. This is a Patreon video. So, I'm only going to go based off of my definition. If you want to, like, hear his definition, because this, I'm, I'm only giving my, you, you, you're basically only hearing relatively the branch of the, of the tree and of I, the message. I gotta trim like eighty so. percent of this video anyway, or audio. So <laughs> right, yeah, go on. Your circumstance is your reality, regardless of whether reality from the sense of how you see it and how it is, quote unquote, like for what it is, like mm. like whatever. What like you're you're on, a, on PC, right? Yes. So your your reality right now is you're looking at a PC, you're looking at a PC monitor. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're we're talking right now, things of that nature. But what also can add on to reality is your perception of your reality. Mm. This call is leading towards something. It's going to get this many views, it's going to do good, it do bad, whatever the case is. So on and so forth, right? So but to continue off of that. I had that for the longest, and I even had that up in the um, Discord, you know what I'm saying, the One Authority. Speaking of which, y'all listening to this, make sure y'all join up on the Discord, 
y'all miss. I'm telling y'all, y'all really miss the mat. No shit. Y'all, y'all need, y'all need to go ahead. No sir. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Go ahead, tap in. So to continue off what I was saying, to change your circumstance, you need to change your attitude. To change your attitude, you need to change your perspective. To change your perspective, you need to change that which you value. So I just covered your circumstances, your quote unquote reality, your attitude. It shows a glimpse of who you are. It's not who you are. It isn't, it isn't necessarily who you are, but it does show a glimpse of who you are. And I mean this in the sense of the, the sense of this, you put two people in the same environment, the same circumstances, whatever the case is, but one has a positive attitude. One has a negative attitude. It shows that glimpse of who they are. They're going to be two different, people. but it isn't. Exactly, but it doesn't necessarily show all the way who they are to their deepest core. Developed it. But that's because mm-hmm. they yeah, could you... they could have the same exact thoughts too. Like they could be thinking that, oh man, this is so unfortunate. Why is this happening to me? Blah blah blah. Exactly, but, but it just doesn't. It, it's yeah. a deeper aspect that just gets received that you won't really be able to see. You're only seeing the product of yeah. it. So that's the best way I want people to understand. Someone's attitude just shows the product of their their thinking their you know what i'm saying like the whole thought process how they react to certain things how they deal with certain things what they believe about themselves their whole belief system within themselves their relate you know what i'm saying the belief systems and how it equates to the relationship with the world so on and so forth right so your perspective it's what who and why you choose to be the person who is positive you can relatively connect it to the fact of, all right, so what, 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 would, what would this person want to be? They would want to be someone that is persistent, someone, someone that doesn't give up easily versus someone that is more pessimistic. Their way of thinking, what they want to be is someone that's a bullshitter, someone that bullshits a lot, that makes excuses for themselves, that wants to be feel sorry for themselves, and that they want other people to feel sorry for them. The person that's negative or pessimistic, they want to, they are choosing to be someone who is average basically. Cause think about it. That's what the average person, the average person, all they think about all day, every day is just problems, 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 but they they never wrap their head around. Well, what's the solution to my problem? Because that's too much work. That's too much effort. I can never get it done. I don't have the time for it. Um, this, um, that, whatever, 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 so on and so forth. Just a bunch of excuses. They're looking at the whole skyscraper. They're not even thinking about entering the building and going up the floors, essentially. That's, we couldn't have put it any better. Well, how else am I going to get things done? How else am I going to get, get where I want to get to? How else am I going to get to my goal? How else am I going to accomplish this? You know what I'm saying? I need, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Both of these people can mess up, but the positive person is going to be on some shit where it's like, why well, I needed to mess up because I need the experience and the experience is going to give me what I want and where I need to get to versus the person that is negative. Their why could literally be in a simple fact that they, since they don't try, why they don't try is because, oh, I'm scared or, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to, I don't want to fail anybody. I don't want to fail myself. And it's funny because, you indirectly end up failing yourself by doing failing that. Yourself. Yeah, by doing nothing. It, it's just a, it's just a whole, it's a whole, it's just a shitty trap to be in. The positive person, when it shows what they value, it shows that they value 
let's say something as simple as getting things done. They value, they value, they value progression. They value um, moving forward by any means. They value challenging themselves versus the person that's pessimistic or that's negative thinking. They value comfort. They value what's easy. They value what um, keeps them stagnant. They value, you know what I'm saying? Just a bunch of, just a bunch of bullshit. They value bullshit. You know, you know what? There's a, a crazy paradox with that in the sense of it's a lot easier to complain and imagine that everything is harder than it really is. And it's a lot harder to sort of accept the circumstances and develop a positive relationship towards say that issue. It's a weird paradox when you think about it. Confidence is, in its own way, is a double-edged sword. Both in the external sense, the confidence that one might get from the external sense and where one gets it from the internal sense. The external sense is going to cut you in a way where it's meant to harm you. So you'll have somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like if they did good, then boom, they're confidence just skyrockets if they did bad then their confidence just completely flatlines my confidence doesn't change however it can't it's still dictated by something that's where i'm really trying to get at it's just dictated by a different thing i just gotta let it settle in no but i understand what you're saying it's like okay the person the person whose main source comes from within obviously they're gonna they're gonna reap better results because even if it doesn't exactly go how they might have wanted it to or i I guess preferred it played out exactly how it was supposed to to because well that's what you got that's what you got and whatever you decide to do with that is well it's up to you and the person whose confidence comes from within they understand that and so exactly and so they can accept it. They can move on. They can progress. And on the other end, it's like, oh, well, this happens to me. It's the worst thing in the world. It's, it's uh, a knockback. And now it's like, now I got to rebuild the strength to even do it again. But is there even a point in doing it again? Because it hurt me before and I don't want to be hurt. And so yeah, there's there's that. And it, that just turns into a mess. And all, all that's doing is really validating their inner belief and their inner values how they see the world, how they see themselves, how they see themselves when they interact with the world. It, it, it's, it's so, it's so, <laughs> like, this is the risk, this, this is this is how I could really, if I could really sum up this episode, if, like, you could really, like, maybe even put this in the description. I can. Or, like, sure. maybe even make it the, um, the title of the video. Like, this this is really, the, this is really sum up the episode. What I do does not show nor define entirely who I am. However, who I truly am tends to show up in everything I do. Well, I have no further questions. And it has been a very, very illustrious 10-minute interview. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a very, very explorative sub-10-minute interview. You see, anytime I walk into these conversations, any conversation with anybody really, I always expect a short and quick and um, I guess fairly, fairly fruitful discussion about the matters. But every time, every time, it's always extended into something that is really expansive. And it's it's like traveling a, a world. It's like traveling an existence in, its, in itself. Like, oh, well, 
it starts off so small and then suddenly you have all these these corners to hit. I don't I actually don't think I even asked you a question this entire podcast. Excuse me, excuse me if I didn't. So before this before this um podcast ends and everything, I do have at least one question. I think it's actually it might be two merged into one, however. You know what I'm saying? So my question really is what does boldness and confidence really mean to you? And why do you feel as if it was so important enough that you wanted to make a podcast on it? And you chose to bring me out of all people to this, um, to this podcast to interview on the subject. And that is a very good question. I'll start by, uh, with the first one, boldness and confidence to me. Uh, we'll start with confidence, confidence, obviously in your, in your own abilities, your principles, Confidence in the fact that it can carry you through this life. Confidence in the fact that you can be, I guess, ever-changing and adaptable to, say, the circumstances presented to you. Um, confidence for me is the ability to accept the externals and, and be able to carry on with life in a peaceful and principled fashion and so for me it's it's like a it's like a total mastery of yourself in the sense of you know you're in control and you know what that looks like and so you're not necessarily hung up by a lot of the things that people can be hung up by when preparation meets opportunity seeing that opportunity and jumping at it with Little to know, even if you feel that has not not even hesitate, even if you feel that that sort of pinch of the nerves, even if you feel that that um, the heart start racing when you feel that pressure in your chest to just go at it and to to go at it relentlessly, but also with that clarity of I understand how I can possibly navigate through this, and I'm gonna get the most out of this as I can without being foolish, without being, um, without being harmed by my own perceptions. And, and so that's kind of my, my idea of boldness. And so, I mean, my best example is obviously turning, uh, authority into a brand and trying to transform it at the age of nine. It's a very bold project. And of course I can, go off about the probability of it succeeding and all that jazz, but I don't give a fuck. I'm doing it because I'm confident that I can construct something with, with James. I can construct something amazing and we can do something great for the community. And that's what it's all about. And so just discarding the anxiety essentially, and just being able to proceed and, and whatever you, you roll with the punches and, and learn from it and so right. and also shout out to james you know what i'm saying the people may not know who he is you know what i'm saying but he's one of the other masterminds along with ibra that you know what i'm saying got this whole thing running you know what i'm saying just wanted to give a quick shout out to him and then the reason why i decided to interview you obviously you brought up the topics that you'd like to discuss but i think it goes even deeper than that you've shown that you have a very good understanding about human nature and that's not something I see every single day. Like, of course, there's people who are intrigued by the subject. Um, but you've shown that you have a deep understanding of the subject, at least to the point where you can have these type of conversations and offer a lot of variety in regards to 
what it means to say, in this case, be confident and bold. Like you can offer those different perspectives while expressing your own ideas with with decent fluidity. And so that's why I picked you is because I knew I knew this was going to be a good conversation regardless. I already knew that, okay, well, by the end of this, we're going to have a lot of information and I'm going to have a lot of hard choices to make because it's an hour and 44 minutes raw and I have to somehow make this less than an hour in final posts. So I'm going to have to make hard decisions like which com- which parts do I leave out? Which parts do I emphasize? And that's always a good thing. And ditto to that because, yeah, ditto to, ditto to what you said because the people don't know this, but on them Discord calls and everything, like, like this, y'all won't see the, the whole full unedited, depending on what he chooses to post. Like, y'all may see like 10 minutes or whatever the case is. I'll make sure, I'll make sure to get the best, to put the best parts in, I, I promise. Yeah, y'all don't see this, but like, I'm talking about two, three hours just straight, just, uh, just, just chopping it up, just going back, back and forth, just on the VC and everything. Just I'm telling y'all, so y'all really want to see the full unedited version. If y'all want to, uh, like know what these talks are like, join the discord. I'm pretty sure he'll post some of the best moments of the unedited and stuff like that. Some of the funny moments, whatever he chooses to post, but make sure y'all tap into the discord, man. Y'all missing out. I'm telling y'all. And with that being said, that is the end of this episode though here's a clip of me absolutely struggling to actually formulate a sentence because of authenticity purposes but i just developed my social skills all right do you think all right do you think the idea of silence being confidence like that person who's more so silent like oh they're very do you think that sort of interpretation or that per, that uh perception do you think that comes from say or do you think that's fueled by individuals who feel as though okay like maybe in their minds they're thinking okay well i don't i don't take your time now take your time i'm take trying time. to i'm trying to find the proper way to formulate this question i don't know how to man all right do you think that comes from the fact that maybe those people they think oh well uh staying silent or not engaging with the world isn't necessarily as important or, or maybe that won't help. <sighs> Fuck. How do I? <laughs> I'm really, no. I'm trying. Hey, listen, the unedited clips is going to hit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they go hit. They go hit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's try this again. If you guys enjoy this, if you did, Leave a five-star rating, follow Octoritus and uh, all the other links down below to stay up to date on future up, uh, podcast episodes as well as business plans and Discord stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I'll see y'all later. Stay safe and bye.